It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business, in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, Spitfires? It's your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, coming to you with another episode for the Spitfire Podcast. Now, today I actually had a different topic in mind, but with the latest shooting that seems all too common now, I didn't want to go silent anymore. I've been doing some soul searching, and I don't know what it is about this one, but I am just really pissed off and angry, and I can't bottle it up. I don't want to be quiet, and I wanted to use this platform to share it because I think a lot of you are feeling the same way, the same frustration, confusion of why is this still happening, and am I safe? And I thought it was fitting because August is wellness month. And to me, wellness is about honoring all of the pieces of us, all of the things that make us similar to everyday people, and also what makes us different. What are the things that make us tick? What are the things that we're passionate about? And when I heard about this, I was, I was finishing up at a gig. I was sweaty. I was gross. I was tired. And I had a guttural reaction because I immediately, without reading anything about the story, knew what was happening. I knew that people were being targeted because they were seen as less than, because of the color of their skin, because of where they were born, because of the language that they spoke, that this was, this was a hate crime on, on an ultimate level. And let me just put it this way. There is never a time to take someone's life. There is never an okay time for you to be the moral authority of whether someone else should live or die. It's not okay. But I realized that we have this mounting acceptance and it's not everybody but but it has become part of the the dialogue of the media the dialogue of politicians of this us and them and and even the democratic debates we're still pinpointing each other against one another for the beliefs that we have we're looking for the differences and all that does is create a value difference in who we are as people you know we assume that if people are like us then they have a higher value if they're different from us they have a lower value but you know what? We're all here. We're all alive. We all have a pulse. And who are we to say who is better or not because of how much money they have in their bank account, because of where they were raised, because of the religion they practice? Who are we? And I'm guilty of it too. Like I'm calling myself out. I have internal judgments. I have internal biases. And we only get better when we talk about it. We're, we only get better when we put it on the table and acknowledge, you know what? I might have screwed up. I might have used language that was offensive and hurt people's feelings. We have to own this or we will continue to get sicker. We will continue to see more and more of these things because it's not up to the lawmakers. It's up to all of us not to point out the the white men who are feeling uh, disenfranchised now because clearly that's what's happening. There's a disconnect from them being seen as part of a community. That's what isolation does. Stress, fear, anxiety, it lives in isolation. So what are we doing to bring people into our community? How are we reaching out and bringing people into our circle, 
our tight-knit circle that we take care of. We're not taking care of each other because we're not taking care of ourselves. So when we think about wellness, wellness isn't just about you going to the spa and pampering yourself. It's making sure that you're okay, that you're able to be of service to other people, to check in on other people, that you're using words that are kind, that you're using words that empower people instead of judging them, including yourself. If we have self-hatred, we are injecting that and spewing that over every experience that we have. So we got to clean up our own, our own houses here. Go through, like what, what are the things that you are ashamed of that just by putting it on the table and having a conversation can allow for healing? You never know who you can touch. You never know who else could be struggling or who knows someone who could be struggling. We have to start taking care of one another, whether it's an immigrant who doesn't speak the same language as you or it's the lost boy in, the, in your neighborhood who just has detached. How do we start reconnecting on a very human level? Because this is not going to stop because we hope and pray it away. Hope is not a strategy. But laws don't change behavior. We have already created an entire system of hatred, of judgment, of comparison. We operate whether we're aware of it or not. So I'm challenging all of us, whether you're listening to this or not, I hope you're listening to it because I hope you hear me. We have to start acknowledging our own issues, our own bias, our own undercurrent of racism. And yes, I said it. We have racist undertones in our country, in the United States more so than ever. We are, we are operating in this falsehood that we're not racist. We are a company that is not a company. We are a country that was established on racism. Whether your family came from slaves or your family came from Europe or Asia, there has always been a level of racism. And I hate to break it to you, to all the people who are, who are white and has, have had family members be here since the 1600s, that was racist too. The people who came over were not good enough to be in England because of the, of the religion you practice. You, you still had discrimination. So to suddenly put yourself on a platform like you're better than everyone else is bullshit. You just overcame it because of the time that you were born in history. Look back at your ancestors. We, we are doing this perpetual cycle of almost paying our dues like we've been hazed. We've gotten through it. So now we get to shit on other people. It's complete bullshit. It doesn't make it okay. I was in a sorority and I actually stood up of like, this is not okay in the way we treat people. And I got a lot of pushback of we're pay they're paying their dues. Well, you know what? Human beings don't need to pay dues to live. Human beings do not need to pay dues to practice the religion that they choose. You believing one thing and someone else believing another is not a threat on your own morality. It is not a threat on your own security. But for some reason, we think it's okay to say that. That this immigrant's going to take my job or this Muslim's going to shoot up my, my living room. It's not true. Look at the people who are actually inflicting harm. They have the same color as the people who are pontificating about this hatred. And if you don't think that it's impacting you, do some soul searching. Because I guarantee that there is an ounce of it in all of us, whether it comes out as judgment it comes out as an assumption. It comes out of some stereotype that we operate with. We need to acknowledge our own missteps so that we can start having honest conversations. 
so that we can start reconnecting back with people. Because if we don't love ourselves, there's no way we're going to solve this. So whatever it is that you have shame or blame around, we have to start talking about it. We have to start healing our own wounds. Because otherwise, we're just putting little band-aids on massive gaping holes. And those band-aids fall off and the wound festers. And it infects people. It is contagious. So whether you are you're passionate and angry like I am, now the question is, what do we do with it? How do we move into action? And it's not about being angry. It's not about the NRA. It's not about the NRA. The NRA is a symptom of us. And I know that's not what people want to hear, but this is what we have control over. We have control of our, over our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions, and our feelings. So what are we going to do with that? How are we going to clean up our own house so that we can help our neighbors clean up their house and we can help our towns clean up their, their backyards and their parks? And this is not on a very literal level, but how do we support ourselves so that we can support other people in their growth and their healing? How are we part of the solution? Because thoughts and prayers don't work. That's clear. I don't know how people have children. I don't have kids. I don't know how they send them out anymore without being completely petrified. I was shocked to see bulletproof backpacks available for kids. How do you explain that? How do you explain that to a five-year-old of, hey, I'm sending you to school. You may have to hide under your desk and be quiet because there may be some bad person that's trying to kill you. That's trauma. And trauma affects us at the core of who we are. It prevents us from our purpose. It, it allows us to detach from the human experience, from that connection that we so crave. We are setting ourselves up for disaster. Whether it's climate change or whether it's school shootings or whether it's just the way that we, we talk to one another. This has huge ramifications. So I want you to reach out to at least one or two people and just start having honest conversations about what you may have been ignoring, about how you feel about things. Are you afraid? Are you, are you angry? How do we put it on the table and start to come up with ideas for solution and for healing? I'm going to leave you with that. And I hope that this is the last time I have to say this. I hope this is the last shooting that ever happens anywhere, not even in this country. I hope we don't have to have this conversation again. I hope that that there are no more detention centers, which are concentration camps. I hope that we start treating people with dignity. I hope we start treating people with respect because we're all human beings doing the best we can. We're all trying to stay safe. We're all trying to take care of our families. These are not bad people. And we have to start seeing them as human beings just like us and look for those similarities instead of highlighting the differences. So I'm going to go take a shower and have a tea. And I hope that you are taking care of yourself for Wellness Month. Uh, I have a newsletter coming out that will give you five tips for wellness. Uh, but I think just get out of your head and start reconnecting to your community. That's what I'm going to leave you with. I'm not going to have my high energy output, but I want you to take care of yourself. And I want you to take care of other people. That's my ask. And for all the spitfires out there, keep being awesome.